It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I will tell you this, the bye week has given me an opportunity to, to uh, have a little bit more time to reach out to some folks around the league. And, and, and one of the things that you consistently hear are, uh, is twofolds. Number one, um, when you talk about Justin Fields, a question that was given to me, which I thought is a great way to look at this, is ask yourself, what about this quarterback makes him irreplaceable? You know what I mean? And so when you look at it through that lens and you go, okay, there are some God-given gifts here in terms of the athleticism, the arm strength, the ability to, to threaten defenses as a runner, and then hopefully as you evolve more so as a passer, there are some things that you want to consider, but there's been nothing in the body of work through three seasons that says 100% this is your guy to be the engine of multiple championship drives. And when you're having those questions and you're facing what we've talked about before, which are decisions in, in not only do you back Justin Fields, but if you back him, how much do you invest in him? Well, now all of a sudden the conversation gets more complicated and it may actually turn your feet in a direction to what you're talking about, which is, okay, we have the number one pick in the draft. We have a quarterback class that is lauded almost universally by, by uh, draft analysts. We get the first pick of any player on this board how are we going to pass this up when there is a, a quarterback with talent that many people have said is generational? After nearly 40 games with Justin Fields as a quarterback, yeah, do you look at the Bears offense as being more limited or limitless? I, I don't know. I, th I think you could make the argument either way. Limited in the way that, okay, he's a dynamic special runner, but is he ever going to be a dynamic special thrower? We've seen some signs of that, but not consistency. Mm -hmm. uh, limitless, well, you know what? When he's running the ball like he did for a four-game stretch last year and maybe at times against the Lions when he was doing everything and carrying 18 times, that may look like, yeah, you could really do a lot with that kind of skill set and talent, but is it sustainable from a health standpoint and from a scheme standpoint? So I think that's a really interesting way to look at it because – not only is Justin Fields probably in that context highly replaceable, but you may feel like you're you almost have to move on at some point because you've seen you've seen enough to know that that's a really unorthodox approach to winning a championship and you don't see it happen very often for a reason. The other part of this equation is that the likelihood if the Bears pivot off of Matt Eberflus is that they're going to go out and hire a dynamic offensive minded coach that can lift that side of the ball to new heights and have an absolute vision and plan for getting a quarterback to take the next step, the step after that, the step after that, all the way up until you're playing in January on a regular basis. And so the sentiment that you kind of feel around the league is that the attraction to the bears job. Now look like there is, there is a belief in most league circles that there's going to be a minimum of eight head coaching open openings right. at the end of the season. It could right. swell up as far as 11. You mentioned the impatience in this league and, and that's almost a third of the league that's going to be in this hunt. So if you're going to position yourself to get the ideal candidate to come and take your job, one of the things that makes this job attractive is for a new coach to come in and have a say on who the quarterback is. That muddies things just a little bit because if there are candidates out there that say, 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I want this job, but I do want to take some time to do a thorough, comprehensive evaluation of Justin Fields before we get to April's draft. Then you have to allow them that freedom and that luxury to, to, to do their own homework on whether they would like to stick with Justin Fields or whether they would be more inclined to start fresh with a new quarterback. I think the sentiment is that the the second of those two options is more appealing because league wide, there's a belief that the, ceiling for Caleb Williams is 25 floors higher than the ceiling for Justin Fields after what we've seen in three seasons. And so that is something that you have to factor in when you're sitting in Ryan Poles' chair and trying to figure out uh, who do I cast my hooks with? You know, who am I, who am I sure. looking at in, the, in, in a coaching search? Um, again, fascinating. For you and I, this is going to be a fascinating time. For the Bears organization, it's going to be landmark it's going to be historic because one way or the other it's going to change the, the direction of the franchise i thought last offseason was the historic offseason this is it this we're is going the one. through it again this okay is this one. is the one <laughs> look when i think about the perception of justin fields i do wonder if outside of chicago outside of the bubble of the people who watch him every game and every week and study him every press conference i do wonder if there's less hope invested or less confidence that he can be that quarterback than the people who have so much riding on his success locally. And I, and I wonder if they'll find that out. That's a good point. If they hire a coach, they're going to have to study it. They're not going to know right away. You're not going to be at the intro press conference. They're going to say, well, you know what? We're going to be a different, uh, different franchise with Caleb Williams calling the shots. Those things take time. It's going mm-hmm. to be a process, but it wouldn't shock me at the end of the process if the people coming into Hallis Hall have a much – uh, lower estimation of Justin Fields than the people who might be leaving Hallis Hall. You know, you're right about that. And, and you know, there is a timeline to all these things. And you, you would think that that decision, particularly when you're going to go out and, and go through the pre-draft process with quarterbacks, would, would have to lead you towards free agency. Like, you're going to want to have some clarity by, you know, early March to, to figure out what you're doing at the quarterback position. But there is a bridge between middle of January and early March. And so the Bears will cross that as, as – fluidly and, and gracefully as, as they can. Um, and like, look like the Caleb Williams discussion is, is fascinating on a lot of different levels. I think that the, 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 the one thought that you have to have in the back of your head to pass on Caleb Williams and then risk the possibility that he becomes what a lot of people have said for a long time, he's going to become has the chance to be a, a catastrophic franchise changing error more than another rolling one. the dice on Caleb Williams, right? And, and, yes. and then he doesn't become the yes. guy you thought he was. And you go, okay, we, we took our swing at it. That's but the, the, risk. the flip side of that feels so much more daunting. It feels so much more risky to be like, we'll see if he becomes a, a, a Super Bowl winning star somewhere else. We'll just pass for this cycle. 